Good morning, everybody. Glad to have you here today. If you will, like, share, comment, something, interact with the post, I would be very grateful for that. And then if you're in a position where you are able, if you would uh, like to follow along, we will be back in the sixth chapter of Acts looking at the third verse today. And um, we have slowed down rather uh, um, intentionally here uh, for the purpose of looking at this passage uh, that um, many refer back to as the uh, first uh, calling of deacons and how that was handled and <clears throat> the, uh, the qualifications, the job description, etc., uh, that we uh, that we refer to along with uh, some scripture from Timothy and Titus as well, uh, but um, Elmer Towns uh, always, Doctor Towns always used a uh, a phrase, uh, the rule of first mention, and that is a good rule for anything you are studying in the Bible uh, that go back to the first time it is mentioned, and. However it's used in that first incident, uh, that is what it will mean from then on. Uh, since God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and he never changes, uh, you go back to the first time something is mentioned, um, and then from that point on, uh, you, you, you interpret and look at it uh, with that same thought in mind. And so this is uh, the first mention of deacons and so we go back to it and look uh, look at it I think very carefully and uh, so many uh, folks today have a really uh, a little maybe confused mixed up idea about deacons uh, that they are to be the boss of the church or the boss of the pastor um, they're you know that they um, the, there's just some really and it varies from church to church every church treats uh, seems to treat their deacons just a little bit differently and so that's why I think it's uh, important for us to go back and look here at this original um, setting aside of men to serve and so in verse three uh, we've seen the problem in verse uh, one and two uh, that the church was growing and there was a number of people there, and there was a debate between two different groups in the church, uh, the, the Grecian, the Greek-speaking Jews, and the Hebrew-speaking Jews, uh, of whose shut-ins were being taken care of. And so the apostles stepped forward and said, listen, our main function is to preach the gospel. Set aside, let's choose some men uh, and set them aside for this purpose uh, of ministering to the shut-ins and those type of things. And so now we begin uh, verse 3. is going to give us some, uh, some wisdom on how they chose those men. Wherefore, uh, brethren, uh, because of this then, he's saying, uh, brethren, uh, therefore, brothers, pick out from among you seven men of good repute or good reputation, full of the Spirit and full of wisdom, whom we will appoint to this duty. And so we have here, really, uh, in a nutshell, uh, the basic fundamental requirements uh, for a person to serve as deacon. It is not a popularity contest. They don't get elected because uh, they have the most family in the church or the most friends 
in the church. Uh, they get elected based, they get chosen based on uh, this description, uh, that they have a good reputation, that they're full of the Spirit, and they are full of wisdom. So they say, you look among them, you, you know, let, let's, let's look through the men of the church, those that have uh, stepped forward, uh, and we can go back and forth all day long, but uh, I, I'm going to come back to this simple statement. It says, therefore, pick out from among you seven men. Uh, and so we see uh, here, and we can go again to Timothy and Titus and look at the descriptions of the elders and uh, the leaders of the church, and these jobs uh, were reserved for men. That's, uh, again, not a popular statement uh, in this culture in which we live, uh, but again, that is the model that we have. Uh, pick out seven men of good repute. So the first thing uh, it says is they need to have a good reputation, a good, there needs to be an honest, good report about them. They need to be, uh, there, there needs to be uh, a track record. There needs to be a, a history uh, of uh, being honest, of being truthful, uh, of um, being involved in their church, uh, supporting their church, being a good husband, being a good father, being a good employee, good employer, uh, the whole thing. Uh, again, it just says a good reputation. It doesn't say just a good reputation in the church or a good reputation in their job, but they are to have a good reputation. It is to be proven. And that, I think, goes without saying that to have a good reputation, there has to be a little bit of a track record. Uh, they it can't, you know, they, they can't be somebody who just got saved yesterday. It needs to be somebody who has a, a history, uh, a reputation of uh, of honesty and integrity. Uh, you, it takes a while to build. You know, you can tear a reputation up in in a second, uh, but it takes a while to build a good reputation and to be trusted uh, by all people. So, a good reputation full of the Spirit. Uh, next statement, again, this deacon, this man is to be, uh, uh, he is to be aware himself of the Holy Spirit dwelling in him, living in him. And how do we know that? Well, the Bible goes on. Uh, Paul writes to us and tells us about the fruit of the Spirit, uh, that uh, these, uh, the, the mercy, the compassion, uh, those things that uh, a person is to show uh, that, they have, uh, that they have the Spirit living in them. And then not only full of the Spirit, but then the, the full of here uh, in, the, in the original language connects not only full of the Spirit, but full of wisdom. Uh, they are to be, uh, to be wise, able to uh, make good decisions, good judgments, uh, have good opinions of things, know how to handle things, uh, know how to handle division in the church, know how to handle situations just like uh, what has come up here uh, in this uh, situation. We, you've probably all uh, experienced, you've worked with somebody or for somebody that many times uh, an unwise person, when they handle a problem, uh, will make the problem even worse. And so these were the, these were the three basic requirements uh, that uh, the church sets out uh, for uh, these original deacons: good reputation, full of spirit, and full of wisdom. And 
These are three characteristics, again, specifically for deacons, uh, but um, I think they would speak well uh, of all of us as followers of Jesus Christ, uh, that we all strive to be of good reputation, uh, to be full of or led by the Spirit of God, to be full of wisdom, to know uh, the wisdom of God, to be able to deal with matters properly. And so we are, when we're looking for deacons, that doesn't, again, doesn't mean that all believers shouldn't have these characteristics, but when we're looking for deacons, we're looking for those that, that rise above, the cream of the crop. Then all of us should be striving uh, to have these three characteristics. And so uh, as we part today, uh, just to give you that challenge, if somebody was describing you, uh, somebody was thinking about you, and we were to give them these three tests, could we pass them? Would someone say we were of good reputation, full of the Spirit, full of wisdom? Uh, that's a challenge in thoughts for us. You think about it. Have a good day, and we will see you back here tomorrow morning.